Yo, 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 it's the PDOT Show. I am your host of the Clear My Fitness Podcast. Let's go. Baby. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome back to an episode of the Clear My Fitness Podcast, episode number 103. That's 1-0-0-3. 1-0-0-3. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Clear My Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, the PDOT Show, and it feels so good to be back. You know, I always say, you know, and it's funny because when people ask me, you know, who watch the show or who listen to the show, they said, are you really excited to be back every week when you come back? I'm like, yes. Yes, I am excited to be back. Like, it, this is something that I found myself that I love to do. And then people actually listen, you know. And once you internalize your dream, and you internalize, like, the way that you can go about doing it, but you don't overanalyze it, that's, that's like peace, you know, at least for me. You know, because once I can get in the realm of understanding, I'm like, oh, man, because once I'm locked in, I'm locked in. You know, today's episode is called New Patrick. Like New Patrick or you knew Patrick. (laughs) Either way. It's all about growth. And with New Patrick is like, you know, it can be say like you knew me from back then. You knew me uh, or you know me or you know the new me. And I don't necessarily necessarily want to say I'm like a new, new person. I just changed the way that I went about my life. I changed the way that I went about things, you know, decision making. And when I one thing that I realized is once I started to read and I'm talking about like extensively, like I'm actually reading books, it helped change the initial process of how I decided on whatever it was that I did. So my decision making was very low vibrational. And I know that's a term that's being used very loosely <laughs> these days, but it was. I had low vibrational thoughts. And I know one thing in society is that we can get wound up in what other people think of us. And I am I am guilty of it. I won't sit up here and, and say, oh, man, like, oh, I'm not perfect. I have been guilty. I've been a prisoner and let of my own thoughts because of what I assumed and what someone else thought of me, how much they liked me or if they loved me or not. And I was exerting a lot of energy into people who didn't even care about me or cared about anything that I did. So I think even becoming a parent, when I realized that whatever people think about me didn't feed my family, that's when it was like, don't fall into the trap of being someone that you're not. You've already been in this position before. You lost who you were. You lost your identity. You know, you amassed the weight to 300 pounds. And you had low vibrational thoughts then. You had low vibrational uh, people around you. You know, but everyone was consumed in what they were consumed in. And, and, and like in today's world, the lack of knowing something gives people more sense of self where I'm thinking like, you know, no, you need to learn certain things so you can retract certain things and you can retract your time back. Because once you realize that 
a lot of things don't need your energy, you start thinking in a new way. So, yeah, when by calling it New Patrick, I had new thoughts, new ideas, new things that I could see myself doing because I started giving myself the energy and the love and the respect that I always needed, that I always needed, but I feel like it was already within myself. I just didn't trust it. I just didn't trust it. So when I started believing that, I'm like, yo, I'm, I have new ideas because of the way that I think and the way that I attain knowledge, and I'm, I'm attaining knowledge through reading and attaining knowledge through meditation. Uh, I attain knowledge even through running because at first, when I first started running, I, I would just say things out loud. I would blurt things out, you know, kind of like what they said what Michael Jordan did, you know, like, you know, he would make up things, you know, and I, I took a lot of that into consideration when I thought about how I go about running and cycling and things of that nature. I just use it as fuel. I use all negativity as fuel. And, but I, I internalize it for what is for the time that's necessary and when I need it, when I need it to do it or when I need to do it, I should say. I don't overanalyze something as much because I have a new type of energy. I have a new way of thinking, you know, and when I say people who knew me or you knew Patrick, it is that, you know, a lot of times I said before on um, Director's Cut, I had an episode called Director's Cut. Look, give that a listen. That helped a lot today with, with today's episode. You know, I just said there were things and people who I had around me and who I put myself around that it just didn't seem possible for that relationship to extend. You know, a lot of times people just get older. They don't necessarily mature and they don't gain knowledge. They don't even want to attain knowledge because it's easier to stay where they're at. I just said, you know, ignorance is bliss. Like for real, like some people would rather relish in ignorance rather than attaining uh, their narrative because essentially if they could still get their way, why would they want to change what they're doing? Why would they change their relationship with you? If you can keep it as simple as possible and they don't want to learn new things about you, it's easy to keep you where you're at because people would like to remind you of things that you didn't accomplish, things that you never finished. So I knew then that Patrick, and I'm speaking in third person, but he had to elevate himself because my alter ego was, was Patrick. And, you know, <laughs> I know I make fun of Patrick, but I always say Patrick is the reason why I'm here today. But when I would compare those two and I'm like, yo, I have to change some things about myself. I have to change some things about who I hang around and the people who I let hang around me. Because when you let people, when when they engage with you in your bad habits, I did a show called My Enablers as well. Like I knew that hanging around certain people, if they were going to engage in my my negative habits, then I knew that I had to change something in order to get different results. When I kept doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting a different result, that's the definition of insanity. So I, instead of going insane and staying where I was at, I wanted to change my reality. So I started changing and repositioning people in my life. Now people may look at being, you know, being repositioned or hearing like, Oh, he said he repositioned me. Yes. And and it is necessary to the evolution process. Just like in any sport, you know, there may be a time where you were on my team five years ago, but those seasons we had to learn and grow apart. And now that we've learned more and attained more knowledge, now we can come around each other and have a different respect for each other and have higher level conversations. 
So it, it, it's really about knowing who you are because they knew who you were then. And some people want to remind you, especially if you're doing a little bit better than where they're at. You know, it's always easy to remind you of something that you didn't finish. I said that before. So if they can remind you of a time where they feel as if you were lesser than them, they're going to remind you of that. Like they're, they're going to remind you of, of what you used to be. People tell me all the time, uh, you know, even when they see me now and, and they, they find it funny, but it's very offensive. Uh, I remember when you used to eat all this, all, you know, you used to do this and that. And this. it's like, yeah, that's cool. That's fine. But you know, that that's like going to someone that was a drug abuser and reminding them when they got their last hit. You know what I'm saying? Like you may not look at it in that degree, but think about how many people who do. And if you really want to think about that, how people who do, then you will refrain from some of the things that you say because you have attained knowledge into something that, you know, a lot of people have problems with. So the more you know, the more you grow. You, you know, and that's just, it's simple. It's a simple saying, but it's very effective. And, it's, and I told you before, I, I'm not about being right. I'm about, I'm about being relatable. So as long as that I can relate to you and we can have that reciprocation conversation that can lead to a reciprocation relationship. And once you have a reciprocational reciprocational relationship, you tend to look at life differently. Even when people can't uh, or they don't go up to your expectations, it, it's not necessarily living up to your expectations, but in your sacred circle, I should say, because you can care less about everybody, you know, everyone else's opinion, but you need your sacred circle to keep you sane. You know, you can't do this by yourself. You know, it's all about the team. Together, everyone achieves more. Achieves, achieves more. So it's always about the team. It's not about yourself. Because once I knew that I had an opportunity to bring a message towards the masses, I knew that it wasn't about me anymore. So when I say certain things about the way that I live and, you know, because people inquire about it. And I'm here to leverage what I know. And I'm giving it away. So that's the trade-off. I'm, I'm being blessed in many other ways, in many other capacities, just by reaching out to people and people reaching back out to me and understanding at this point in life, every relationship is reciprocal. You know, I don't want to mess up Boy Boy's uh, phrase, but, you know, he says uh, highway robbery. Now, see, I know I was going to mess it up. Like, it's like equal opportunity. Is See, nope, I know I was going to mess it up. <laughs> He gonna get at me for that too, man. But I, hey, I, we, we, we'll chop it up. <laughs> but equal exchange isn't highway robbery. That's what it is. Yeah, equal exchange isn't highway robbery. So when you can have a relationship that's reciprocal, you'll you'll tend to look at things differently because you won't feel like you're being taken advantage of. A lot of times we just have this stigma and we have this trauma of being taken advantage of. So you won't give growth a new chance. You know, there's a lot of times that growth has been at your doorstep and you're just like, hey, I, nah, it, it looks too good to be true. And sometimes it is. But the more you attain the knowledge, that means you're not built on sand. Your structure can be strong because when you're built on sand, anything can take you out. A thunderstorm, a hurricane can come by and take you out. But when you're built on a strong foundation, just like I'm saying, you build that core around you, your sacred circle. You build that foundation, then there won't be any cracks in that foundation because you're only strong as your weakest link. But if you continue continue to build each other up every single day, and and, it, and you don't have to do it in an outpour and in, in a way that you think that it's overexerting, you can just simply say it in a message. You can simply say it in just your thought process and how you go about life because opinions migrate over time. So you can see that in a leader. 
a leader will provide you that in-depth analysis so you can see for yourself that we are in this together, but certain people are called to lead. That's just what it is. And if you have a calling on your life, then you need to lead in that capacity. Now, you don't have to look at it as being dominant, but you can be a leader in your field and still get your message across no matter how you want to convey it. But you must lead the messaging first and the messaging starts at home with you. So you must love yourself first in order to achieve that mindset, because once you love yourself, you give that love back out to others and then others want to reciprocate what they see. And now you have a following of people. Right. That understand where you're coming from because you are relatable to them and you understand everything in front of you. And they understand that they will get behind you, but beside you. And now we're in this together. I told you together, everyone achieves more. So that's what's important. It's about the team. And when we build, we can grow. And when we grow, we go in places that we never been before. So you knew Patrick of old, but the new Patrick has much more to say. And you can have that cemented bias all you want. Because like I said, people will like to remind you that people love to remind me when I was fat. They love to remind me when I was down in my, my, my deepest state. Now, they now, and I don't get upset to a degree because you don't know, you didn't know what I was dealing with, you know, and no one really knew. They just knew that I was a person who loved food. And I attribute that to where you stay, your location, Everything because there are food deserts around. So I knew that Patrick, and I'm speaking the third person again, that he wanted to have a coping mechanism and the coping mechanism was eating. So that's how I conveyed love to myself. But I was hurting myself because then I started to develop some of the things that was those were the side effects, just like a prescription drug. They have side effects to them. I'm not saying all prescriptions are bad. They are there for useful reasons. What I'm saying is when you know better, you do better. So if they told me that I needed to change the way that I went about living, I needed to change the way I ate, went about eating, everything about my life needed to change in order for me not to remain in a hospital bed every single year. I'm telling you, just the threat of them telling me that I was going to wear a colostomy bag changed my life then. That was November 1st, 2017. I haven't had meat since. I haven't had dairy since. I gave all that stuff up. Because I wanted a new Patrick. And people love to remind me of the Patrick that they knew. And that's fine. But I'm in a different space. I'm in a different realm this time. Life is much different for me now. I feel as if I am here for multiple reasons. But it, it feels good. It feels secure that I'm elevating myself not only for me but for the ones around me. And they are helping elevate me because I'm helping elevate them. It's the trade-off. That equal exchange is, is, is I'm telling you, it, it's love and love. If you just put out love, I'm telling you, love will love you back. It just has to come from a good place. You can't just say it and then act different. You can't be the snake and the victim. You see what I'm saying? So it's like a lot of times you got to understand that in order to succeed, you must do some things differently if you hadn't haven't gotten there yet. So if you haven't gotten there yet, there are many steps that you can take to give yourself more knowledge into what it is that you want to do. I just said, the more knowledge you attain, especially in America, think about the the way the system is built up. Now, granted, it's a way that you can go about doing it, but it's that people only take you seriously when you have degrees behind you. You know, so then there are certain areas in life where it's like, I want to make sure that I'm taken seriously just so I make sure that my family can be taken care enough 
if something were to happen to me because I don't want to just go off of what I know. Now I'm always improving. I always want to be better. I always want to know better. I always want to do better. So no matter what it is that I'm doing, I want to be the best at what I'm doing. But the only person I'm in competition with is the person of yesterday. So I may see you on the left of me. I may see you on the right of me, but I'm not in competition with you. If anything, I want to unify. And that way we can build with each other and then we can grow with each other because this new way of thinking is has a new way of sparking interest in many other facets of life. And we can be there together. We can, get, we can eradicate the food deserts. We can eradicate a lot of the foods that we consume because if you know what it does to you over a certain period of time, you, you only, if you knew how much time you had left, you wouldn't consume what you consume as much as you consume it. Yes, I was forced in a way to change my way of life if I didn't want the colostomy bag. Yes, that's true. But I knew that having a colossing bag was going to change the way that my life was, and I didn't want that. So staring at 300 pounds, staring at sleep apnea, staring at high blood pressure, staring at the colon, the colon cancer that was residing in my colon for five years, because I remind you again, I bled for five years. Men that look like me don't talk about health problems. And when they do, they talk through a narrow lens to where they won't let if certain information out because it's embarrassing I've been there that's why I got to speak to the people that I spoke to because it's all about the preventative maintenance it's about what you can prevent so if you know because I said again they weren't giving men my age or men that look like me they weren't even giving them the test to screen their colons so but but my situation was so extreme because I was bleeding for five years and my colon was legit. Like my stool was even black just to even give you more insight. And that's just what it was. So it was dried up blood that couldn't get out of my system because the polyps had amassed a certain size that it was just very painful to even go to the bathroom at this point. So I knew then that I had to change some things about myself. So the new way of thinking to have you doing new ways about the way you go about doing them, I should say. I should say. I like to go about it a different way. New thoughts, new ideas, it, it, it gives that new spark. So when I knew that I, I had to make a decision, that doctor called in, he actually saved me from being um, in that surgery room because they, I told you they put the orange and yellow, orange and red stuff on me. And uh, they were prepping me, prepping me for the surgery. And I'm just telling you, man, it, it, it changed me. You know, when that doctor called in and said that I was, he, think, he thought that I was healthy enough that my body could withstand uh, just seeing if the healing process could mature over time. And it did. You know, after six days of being under doctor's care, you know, the seventh day I got out of the hospital and, you know, um, and I had misspoke last week when I said it was November 1st of me getting out of the hospital because I was in the hospital for six days. But I remember getting my, I got a notification that my iPhone had just been delivered to my house while I was in the hospital. <laughs> and I remember getting the phone and getting out of the hospital. So I think it was like November 7th or 2017. Oh yeah, it was like November 7th. And um, that just changed my life, you know, and, and that's when I decided that I didn't want to eat the foods that put me into the hospital in the first place. So when you think about it, I, I was 300 pounds. I had sleep apnea, colon cancer, high blood pressure. And 
anxiety for sure. But to know that I have rid my body and, and thank, thank the God, thanks to God and thanks to the doctors for the removal process of my inguinal hernia and the polyps that were in my colon, all seven of them. I appreciate that because when I changed my life, I changed everything else. I changed my life. I, I knew that everything else was going to fall into place. I never knew I was going to be an athlete. No, I didn't know I was going to be running, running marathons, riding my bike 100 miles in a day, you know, twice by myself, once with the group, three times 100 miles a day. Dayer. <laughs> you know, like that's that's real. Like I, I really I've really done it. I've run I've ran two marathons. I got to count, but I think I'm at like maybe eight. Eight half marathons, maybe eight or nine half marathons. Um, it's an amazing feeling when you can do what you love to do. Like I told you, I love running. I love cycling. I love podcasting. I love just being who I want to be. You know, no more limitations on, on, on what it is. I told you, like, when I first saw that quote from Smallfoot, I was watching it with my girls. But it was like, the only thing stronger than fear is curiosity. And that's the truth. The only thing stronger than fear is curiosity. So once I knew that and I started believing that, then things started changing for me. Things started happening for me. So I'm just very appreciative of everyone who listens to the show. They share the show. And even for the ones that don't, like, like I, I, I love you anyhow. Because at the end of the day, I'll put you in tune with someone who's saying the same thing that I'm saying. Because people like it. They just won't tell you. You know, or I've had family members even say, yeah, I was listening to the show. It's like, oh, okay, that, that, that's cool because everybody not going to do it. You can't relate. Everybody can't relate to you just because they, you know, are the same blood as you. You know what I'm saying? They always say what well, they say. They always say, but I do believe the one saying that the blood of the covenant is stronger than the water of the womb. And sometimes in some ways that is that is the truth. You have some people in your life, the blood of the covenant is a little bit stronger sometimes. But, hey, at the end of the day, love is love, you know, and I want to make sure that I spread love to everyone around me because that's just what it is at the, with me at the end of the day. So let's start understanding the power of the words that we use. You know, I said it before, you know, when you say you can't do something, you are giving ammo to the words that you're saying to go against whatever it is that you want to do. Because your brain is so powerful, it'll start giving you transmissions of, of, of that sign. And you start speaking it, words are spells. You start speaking it, so you, you spoke it out, now you're spelling out words. You're speaking. So you're speaking that exact saying what you just said, you're putting it out there to the world. You're saying, I can't do this. So now your brain is like, all right, I'm just going to show you realities of the things you didn't finish, things that you haven't accomplished. So now... You can't do this because you said that you can't. You you're like you're you're actually giving yourself more ammo to go like I said, you're giving it against to what you actually want to do. So I started saying, I can do them. I'm telling you, when I said I was gonna run a marathon, I kept saying, I'm gonna run this marathon. I'm gonna do this marathon. Like I knew that I wanted to do a marathon. I made it up for my birthday, y'all. Go back and look. May 23rd, 2020. I made up a, a marathon for my birthday. And thank you, Michael Michael Tamaka. Because he helped me with four weeks worth of training. Think about that. I ran a marathon of four weeks worth of training in 2020. Now, it took me five hours and 40 minutes to finish. That's a long time. But for four weeks, I was locked in 
and I ran a marathon for my birthday. And I just ran the Chicago Marathon last month, October 9th, and I beat my time by almost two hours. I ran this race three hours and 49 minutes. So just think about that. Like the more that you give yourself grace to get better over time, you will do exactly that. Because think about it. I hadn't even ran over 13 miles in two years. So this race, the marathon that I just ran, that was my first time running over 13 miles in two years. But I run consistently enough to where if it's necessary for me to take it to the next level, I can do that without question. I felt like that the part of a Black Panther when he was like, would you kill me, my love? And she said, for Wakanda, without question. <laughs> That was a, that was at one point. And he was like, would you, would you kill me, my love? For Wakanda. Without question. And I was like, ooh. I said, because he thought, he thought it was sweet. He thought that, that, yeah, he just thought it was sweet, boy. And she was like, man, what? Without question, I'll take you out, my love. <laughs> Look. Let, let me go, man, because, like, I, I, I'll be going all, all day with y'all, man. You know, I, I love y'all so much, man. I, I appreciate you all. Um, I'm going to be doing a couple special episodes because I finally have learned how to do the dual screen thing. So now I'll, I'll be putting guests on here. And, I look, shout out to South Africa again because I see that the following is growing in South Africa again. I appreciate that so much. We here at Clear Mind Fitness appreciate that. Uh, the United Kingdom is the numbers are going up. So I appreciate everyone. It's just all around the globe right now, though. But South Africa has definitely opened up my eyes. And I'm just like, I want to go there one day. You see how I'm, I'm saying it out loud? When you speak, you spell out. I tell you, it's about the truth. So I'm saying, I'm going to go to Africa. I'm going I'm to go. I'm going to get there. I'm going to go back to the motherland. No, I'm going to go for real. I, I'm saying that. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to find a way to make it happen. I'm going to find a way to make it happen because I'm telling you, that, that is, that's a dream of mine. So you got to speak those things out as if they were so you can put that energy to what it is. Without question. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, because what you know, Black Panther come out. You know what I'm saying next week, so it's like, man, I'm I'm ready to see it. I already got my boom boom, got my tickets, everything. You know what I'm saying? Like without question, that y'all going <laughs> Wakanda forever. All right, <laughs> man, it has it, been it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. I appreciate you all. It's time for me to go ahead and upload this show. I want to finish the rest of my food right now. It's healthy substance. Healthy substance, ha! Healthy substance, sixty-eight fifty-two West Archer, Chicago, Illinois. Man, give them a go. I'm telling you, I love the carne asada tacos. I love the carne asada burrito. I had a um, what I get there the last time before that, I had a torta. That torta was amazing. No, it, it was. It was amazing. It was definitely amazing. You got to try it out. So I told you every week is going to be an, another vegan restaurant that I am going to. Uh, shout out and premiere on the show. So trust me, I I got more and more to come, and I got some special people from some special places that I want to highlight. And it's all coming up. It's all coming up, man. So know that I love you. I love you, and there's nothing that you can do about it. And I'm out. It's Clear Mind Fitness, baby. Let's go.